Good afternoon and welcome to the Marcus Today End of Day Report. My name is Henry Jennings and it's Friday the 22nd of July and for the day the index closed down a massive 2.8 points or 0.04% to 6,791.5. We had an open of 6,790.9 and a high of 6,816.1 and a low of 6,758.5. We did have a little bit more volume today as a result of option and spy expiry yesterday. But uh, generally, it was a pretty drifty kind of day today, and we did waft around with the banks being the most notable feature of the day. The big bank basket rising 0.08% to $171.34. We also saw the beginning of ANZR, which is the rights. They were up 25.4% today, at $3.65 for those rights. So that was a pretty good day for those people that are ANZ shareholders. And we did have a pretty big range on those rights as well. We had a, an open at $3.02, a low of $2.92, and a high of $3.82. Only on 889,000 shares traded, but still money to be made in that one at the moment. There's a leverage play, of course, to the ANZ share price. Uh, in other financial news, we had Macquarie slipping back slightly. One broker getting a little bit nervous about the update to come very shortly. Uh, maybe a weaker result, although some of that could be in the price. The stock was down 0.4%. And the insurers were down as well. QBE down 2.1%. IAG down 1.4% today after a preliminary FY22 results and guidance for next year. Suncorp eased another 0.5%. But Magellan managed a 2.3% rise today, so not all bad news in the financials. Looking across to the healthcare, CSR was uh, CSL rather was down 0.6 of a percent. Cochlear uh, didn't fall on deaf ears today, up 3.2%. ResMed up 0.8, and Sonic were up 1.1% today. So all was good apart from CSL in the healthcare sector. Looking across to industrials, a pretty wishy-washy kind of day, really. Woolies was down 0.7 of a percent. Telstra eased 1.3 percent. REA down 3.9. Seek down 1.2. And car sales down 0.8. Transurban fell 0.6 of a percent today. And we saw Reese falling back 2 percent as well. In the tech sector, not really much going on there either. The tech index, the all-tech index, was actually unchanged on the day. Zero was up 0.8. We had WiseTech up 3 cents, 49.29 for WTC, and ComputerShare up 0.12%. So nothing very exciting, at least in the big tech stocks that we have here. In the mining sector today, a little bit easier across the board. BHP was down 0.1%. We had Pilbara down nearly 2%. IGO down nearly 2% as well. South 32, 1.1% down, and Mineral Resources, fresh from the Julie Bishop corporate video, uh, fell 1.5% today. Fortescue was one of the only gainers, up 0.7%. A couple of oils, uh, gold stocks doing a bit better. Northern Star up 2%, and Newcrest, though, falling 0.5%. Capricorn Metals, one of the best of the bunch. CMM, the stock code there. Oil and gas stocks also easing today. Santos down 3% on 
on their production numbers yesterday. Broke a commentary on that. And Woodside down 0.6 of a percent too. In the coal space, we saw Whitehaven ease half a percent and No Hope was down 2.3% with Yang Coal down 0.9% and Coronado, which had a production report today, their quarterly report, uh, they fell 8.1%. In corporate news today, Accent AX1, Accent 1, fell 11.6%. Today on a trading update there, a few uh, one-off costs as well, non-cash items hurting the balance sheet there. We also saw Coronado, as I say, falling 8.1% and hum. Well, not humming today. They got stung with the hum down 5.9% as they updated the market on potential exposure to forum finance. Nothing on the economic front today. Asian markets a little bit mixed. Japan up 0.4. China unchanged. Hong Kong up 0.2. Yields, 10-year yields here under a bit of pressure down to 3.43%. In the winners are Grinner's Circle today. On the podium with the champagne and the shoe, courtesy of Daniel Ricardo. we had ANZ Banking Group rights 25.4% higher. PointsBet having a magnificent day. I'm not sure what's going on there, but it's having a huge rally at the moment, up 16.3%. Zip up 13.6%. ZIP, Polynovo doing very well, up 9.2% as well. PNV there, 5EA up 6.3%. Strike Energy up 5.6%. And Telex Pharmaceutical up 5.5% with Ioneer running up the rear. Uh, coming up 5.1% on news of that offtake agreement with Ford, seven years there at um, five years rather at 7,000 tons per annum. In the losers' corner, the naughty corner today, we had Gervois Global. They were down 22.3. They had their quarterly activities report today and a presentation. And we had Accent One, the shoe place, down 11.5% AX1. Ridley Corp suffering today, down 8.8% uh, to $1.55. Interestingly, when I came to first to Australia back in 1989, Ridley Corp were $1.30. Now they're $1.55. Well done, Ridley. Coronado down 8.1%. CRN, Silex profit taking today, down 7.5%. Paladin under a bit of pressure, PDN down 6.6%. Webjet, down 6.3% for Webjet. Travel stocks not doing so well at the moment. The great reopening trade is not a happening thing. Qantas under a bit of pressure as well. And uh, LKE, Lake Resources, down 6%. And Alliance Aviation, which is supposedly under takeover from Qantas, uh, fell 5.5% today. Not good news. Positive sectors today, the banks and the REITs were in demand, also healthcare, I guess, with the exception of CSL. And we had negative sectors today, oil and gas and the industrials and insurers. The ASX 200 is up 2.7% for the week. That big bank basket surging to 171.34. If I included the ANZ rights, which if you're an ANZ shareholder would be yours as well. Uh, that's up to 174 and a bit. So doing very well at the moment. The Alltech Index unchanged. Gold drifting higher, 24.84. Bitcoin drifting back to $22,906 US, a fund token. 
The Aussie dollar easing back slightly to 69.06. Ten-year yields 3.43, down around 10 basis points. Japan up 0.4. China unchanged. Hong Kong up 0.2. Currently, in terms of Dow and NASDAQ futures, we have NASDAQ futures down 97 points, whereas Dow only down around 60 points. Why is the NASDAQ worse than the Dow? Well, it is about Snap, which had their numbers after our social media platform. They were down around 26%, so that being reflected in those NASDAQ futures. European markets eyeing some early weakness, but not an awful lot, although the Italian market is showing a bit more weakness with the election there on now being named as September the 27th, following 25th rather, following Mario Draghi's resignation for the second time, and this time accepted. In major movers and shakers today, well, we had the ANZR, which was up 25.4%. Zip doing very well. That one has pretty much doubled since the middle of June, up 13.5%. Ear got that Ford deal up 5.1%. Telex, TLX doing well up 5.5% today. Brokers positive on the recent news. Megaport continue to do well up another 4.3%. And 4DX, which is medical imaging company, again, another sort of tech stock that we have here, had a cracker of a day, up 24%. Only 548,000 shares traded, but nonetheless, a pretty good day for 4DX shareholders. Similarly for IKE, which is Ike GPS Group, was up 11.4% today on positive presentation. EML Payments also doing well today, up 7.2%. Dubber, some of these second-line tech stocks doing very, very well. Dubber up 6.9% there. Dubber now have bottomed, they bottomed around 52, they're now around 93.5. So another two-bagger since the big sell-off in June. Uh, MVP also having, well, a good day today. You just got to give a little whistle to that one. Uh, They were up 13.7%, but again, only 125,000 shares traded. In the noughties, we had uh, Jevois Global, JRV, falling 22.4%. On their quarterly activities report, uh, which obviously disappointed the market, Cobalt Operations on track for commissioning late Q3 2022 at the end of the quarter with 57 million US in unrestricted and unescrowed cash. So maybe there is some value there somewhere. AX1, Accent, the shoe didn't fit today, down 11.5%. Silex had a fantastic run since we recommended them at $1.70. They closed at 3.09 today, down 7.5% or 25 cents. Well and truly coming off the boil. Coronado off the boil as well, down 8.1% on their quarterly report. Domino's falling 4.5%, bit of stuffed crust there. And CAR, K-A-R, which is Karoon Energy, fell 3.8%. Nothing spectacular, more a factor of the lower oil price, I suspect. And MNS, which is Magnus Energy Tech, fell 7% today on the plant update from the US. IAG falling 1.4%, disappointing, and UBS downgrading there. Nothing today in the speculative stock of the day, I'm afraid. There was nothing on any volume or any kind of size at all. The best performing stock today was White Bark Energy, which basically doubled, they 100% up on only $72,000 worth of stock. So nothing very exciting 
their speculative land. In the news today, INR INR signed a five-year binding lithium offtake agreement with Ford. They will deliver 7,000 tonnes per year of lithium carbonate to Ford starting in 2025. Vulcan Steel, VSL, set to acquire Allrich Aluminium for $149 million. Syrah enters a non-binding agreement with Ford as well. Everyone's getting a non-binding agreement with Ford for their graphite active anode material supply. Woodside has clarified their FY guidance, confirming there is no change to the physical product volumes underpinning the production guidance issued in January. IAG, not a good day for them, reported preliminary NPAD of 347, which was above the 295 expected, but the margin came in at 14.1, up from 13.5%. But the guidance did show expectations of a 14 to 16% insurance margin. Main Pharma, CFO Peter Paltoglu, Peter Paltoglu will step down effective 26th of August. He'll be replaced by Aaron Gray. And Brickworks expects FY22 EBIT from building products in North America and Australia to be higher on last year's numbers. It also launched the Brickworks Manufacturing Trust. So, plenty happening there at 1.4%. Accent Group AX1 expects EBIT for FY22 in the range of 61 to 63, but it is going to make a one-off non-cash charge of approximately 7.6 million bucks. Also provided a trading update saying the first three weeks of FY23 have been strong deliveries of new product and positive customer responses, with like-for-like sales positive for the period. Well done, Accent Group. Not much on the economic front. NAB, the National Australia Bank, upgraded its forecast for the Reserve Bank cash rate to 2.85% by the end of the year, from 2.35%. Asian markets, the Asian Development Bank, has cut its growth forecast for China due to concerns over the COVID approach. It's now seeing GDP at 4%, down from an earlier 5%. And China is welcoming its first foreign leader since the Olympics. Um, the Indonesian leader uh, is visiting China. And in US and European news, Russia and Ukraine will sign a deal today to reopen the Black Sea ports to grain exports. Russia has also been accused by the Germans of holding the Western Europeans to <laughs> ransom. <laughs> really? The Europeans put um, restrictions and sanctions on Russia and they don't expect a response. They say they're being very naughty. Uh, but it does look like the Nord Stream pipeline is at least partly open, although there is another part they need which is being held up by Russian red tape, surprisingly. The Italian election has been announced for September the 25th, and Hungary has sent its foreign minister to Moscow to ask Russia for more gas. It may be an Oliver moment there with more. That's it from me today. Thanks very much for listening. I hope you have a great weekend. <laughs> <laughs>